there's so many nutrients that we used to get out of the rivers and lakes and streams to get our own water. We, you know, about hundreds and hundreds of years ago, we weren't drinking bottled water. We weren't drinking water that's chlorinated out of the top. So we, we had to go get water from the natural sources. And these natural sources have algae in them. Even the animals, the wild animals today, they get a lot of their B12 from the wild water sources they're drinking out of. You are listening to The Dr. Haley Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you optimize your health. Each episode, there will be an interview or a message to help you discover better health. We will be featuring health radicals on the show to bring new ideas to the table, as well as doubling down on key fundamentals to support you living your best life. Your host is no other than the founder of Haley Nutrition, Dr. Michael Haley. Tim, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. This is a, I think it's a very interesting topic. We're going to talk about raw living spirulina, which to me is the superfood of superfoods. One of those things that people are probably fairly familiar with, and you, probably the world's leading expert. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you, Michael. This is a a great thing you're doing here, and let's uh, let's get rolling on answering these questions and uh, telling people about the world's most powerful superfood and the foundation of life. You, you know what brought you to spirulina? Well, we we like to say here that you know we're in the right place at the right time, but we find that spirulina chose us, and and instead of us choosing spirulina. It's following the right path. It's following the right health. And then you you find the products and the destination you're supposed to find when you follow that path. I completely relate because with the aloe vera, it found me. I know I'm on the right path. And it takes someone like you to really take charge in this space because there are other players in it. But as you and I both know, none compare. Yes, there are a few people that are now trying to do this, uh, trying to copy a little bit of what we've started, and uh, we'll see what happens. But it, it, this spirulina is a tropical algae. It needs to grow in Florida in beautiful, warm sunshine. And these other players, are, I think, are, um, are going to find out that it's, it's, they're not going to have the quality that we have. Yeah, I completely understand. Well, let's talk about some of the products that have existed. You know what? Backtrack. What is spirulina? Spirulina is known in the world as a blue-green algae. Technically, it's a cyanobacteria. It's lower on food chain than algae. It is the foundation of life on this planet. Uh, 4.7 billion years ago, the Earth was created, and it spent a billion and a half years in no life until three and a half billion years ago, life appeared as, as a, a cyanobacteria. Uh, so it is the oldest life on the planet. And, and every piece of life that we know today has originated from cyanobacterias. Spirulina is one of them. And it is in, it, responsible for producing 
most of the oxygen that we are all breathing right now and, and still today is, is responsible for that. Now, okay, how is that different than an algae then? An algae is more of a plant? An algae is the next level uh, above the cyanobacteria. It has different properties. Red algae is uh, an example. Um, chlorella is an example of a green algae. It's, it's a little bit closer to the plant world, plant kingdom. It's more of a, uh, something that you can see without a microscope. Whereas the blue-green algae and the cyanobacteria, you have to look at a microscope. It's, it's, uh, it's a microorganism, very, very tiny, tiny, tiny. Okay, and which I have had the pleasure of doing, and it's called spirulina for a reason, and how it looks when you see it on a microscope. Yes, it has that spiral-shaped coil, like identical to a DNA strand, and that spiral is where the spirulina comes from. It is actually the trade name as far as what we're all selling it under, under that, under that brand, spirulina brand. But as, as most everybody knows, it was originally a fresh, beautiful, delicious food source that even today the people in Africa are still consuming out of Lake Chad. The Kamembu people scoop it out of Lake Chad. They spread it onto the rocks. They let it dry in the sun. And they consume it whole and fresh. But today we see it in the stores in Whole Foods and powdered form and flake form and chips form. Those are mass produced and then they have to dehydrate them. They have to uh, spray dry them. They have to do something to extract the water from the cell structure in order to give it some kind of a shelf stability or shelf death, what we call it, because it isn't alive anymore that point it's probably not a terrible thing compared to what other people are eating when they're eating these shelf preserved things but it is no longer a live living food yeah yeah so uh, when we look at spirulina then in the pond is it these little tiny separated uh what makes the water green or does it grow as a colony how is it extracted from the water they're all individual individual cells, and it's just the, the, the trillions and trillions of them that make the color green in the water. Uh, it, the, there are two main phytonutrients in the spirulina. One of them is the green, the chlorophyll, and the other one is the blue, the phycocyanin. Uh, phycocyanin, phyco meaning plant, uh, cyanin meaning blue, is the only blue phytonutrient on the planet today in food. There is no other plant, vegetable, uh, fruit that has a blue phytonutrient to it. Uh, people might say, well, what about blueberries? Well, blueberries are actually purple. They're the violet spectrum of the sun. This magic between the two colors gives that wa- the water in the, in the ponds that beautiful green because that, the chlorophyll is where the most of the light is coming through the cell membrane that we are seeing visibly. Behind that green chlorophyll is the blue phycocyanin. And that's really the magic phytonutrient in spirulina that anybody can go on to the National Institute of Health, NIH.gov, type in the word phycocyanin, type in the word spirulina, and you name it. You type in cancer, you type in heart disease, you type in diabetes, you type in any health challenge that people are facing today 
and you will see study after study after study that that, that shows the, the dynamic uh, results that that people are getting using using spirulina, and now take it to another level and think about what results people would be getting if they were utilizing fresh spirulina in those studies versus the powdered spirulina. Right. Yeah, I can relate because most aloe vera studies have been done with, you know, pasteurized preserved aloe vera, which I happen to know is diluted in the sense that once it's filtered, you're taking many of the nutrients out. It's not the same thing, just like when you take the life out of the the spirulina. But you just... Right said something that I've heard before, but it just clicked in a whole new way. Talking about the phycocyanin, because I know quite a bit about phytonutrition. One of the things I like to communicate is that it's very important to get phytonutrients representing all of the colors. And you can get those from fruits, you can get them from vegetables, you can get them from spirulina. If they're in fruits and vegetables, we call them phytonutrients. We might call them zoonutrients from the animal kingdom. Uh, I don't know what they would be called from bacteria, but nonetheless, they're these micro tiny itty bitty nutrients that there are just thousands of. And what just lit up was the fact that if you want to get the blues, there's only one source. Correct. Very interesting. That's that's neat. These phytonutrients. Oh, I was going to say these phytonutrients. We don't know how major of a role they play in our health because their absence doesn't show up instantly in our lives. It, It shows up over time, and we might be getting the blues already when we're eating things like fish. But why? Because the fish ate the spirulina. Right. What were you saying? Uh, I was just saying that the, uh, the the chlorophyll spectrum that's in the spirulina is 575% higher than wheatgrass. And we know how powerful wheatgrass is from a chlorophyll perspective. And, and you know, to, to look at some of these numbers, it's just off the charts incredible that you need just a small, tiny amount of something that is so nutrient dense to 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 apply our you know our our life with more life that and that is about is bringing in more of this this uh this energy of the sun that promotes health yeah and it's funny because wheatgrass can be a little hard on you and here's something that has more nutrients that is extremely gentle on your digestion on your gut you know, we love to say it, it's it's like a dessert. It's like a creamy, delicious, uh, you know, we eat it off the spoon all day long here at the farm. Uh, it, it's just, uh, it, it's something that is part of our everyday routine. I, I could imagine I had my first taste of it uh, at the farm with you. And I remember my reaction because it was completely not what I expected. It was so delicious. And there's just this magnetic pull, you know, stick that spoon in there again. You just want to enjoy it. I haven't eaten it to the point where I said, that's too much, but I want to get there. I, I, I think what I need to do is open up a pound jar and just eat until I'm done and see how much it takes before I, you know, my body says, that's enough. You're full. You're satisfied. And you can do that. It's a whole food. It, you know, most people look at spirulina as a supplement, as something that you can add on 
into your daily routine. And, and when it's a whole fresh living cell, you can eat it as a whole. There, there are no missing parts to it where, you know, a powder, you may want to use it as a supplement. Yeah, I get it. You know, it's funny. Some people are afraid to have natural foods. In fact, I remember when I offered somebody an orange off my tree and they were uncomfortable consuming it because it was grown on my tree in a yard and not purchased at a supermarket. You know, people are so far removed from growing and raising their own food when it comes to something so natural and so different because we've never even purchased raw living algae in a you know grocery store so what are some of the crazy reactions and fears that you've seen people while consuming raw living spirulina for the first time well we we've we've had the pleasure of doing a lot of shows uh, especially at hippocrates that's something that is uh, really powerful to watch when something comes up and you know you a lot of people don't know what it is they know the term spirulina but they don't actually know that it's a fresh live algae you know and, and to see the reaction is priceless sometimes you know even telling them afterwards what they have just eaten or consumed and then and then seeing that but you know it, it, it really is you know like like your experience you know, about pleasurable Nothing like they would have thought. It's not like going down to the, you know, to the, the pond and scooping out algae. And, you know, you, you think about what that may or may taste like. But, you know, there's so many nutrients that we used to get out of the rivers and lakes and streams to get our own water. We, you know, about hundreds and hundreds of years ago, we weren't drinking bottled water. We weren't drinking water that's chlorinated out of the top. So we, we had to go get water from the natural sources. And these natural sources have algae in them. Even the animals, the wild animals today, they get a lot of their B12 from the wild water sources they're drinking out of. And we humans that think we're smart, we're going to put chlorine in our water, sterilize it, and then wonder why we have B12 deficiencies all over. You know, it's funny hearing that. I kind of laugh because I, I know you and I know that you have made trips to get your spring water and you get a lot of your hydration from, well, aloe vera, from coconuts. Um, so it's funny when you speak of we, uh, we're referring to the general population, but I know that you are so much different than that. Yeah, every three months uh, we, we drive up to um, Asheville, uh, North Carolina, next to Black Mountain, and we collect 100 gallons of spring water from the top of Black Mountain. And that's all we drink, and that in coconut water. Uh, but yeah, I would never drink bottled water or tap water. I, I'm, you know, I wouldn't even shower in it. And that does say volumes about you know who you are and the standards you have for your product. So I absolutely love that. Um, question about the actual harvesting: what, Is it scooped off? Does it float on the top? Is it you know how do, how is it harvested? So we have four systems that are 10,000 gallons of water each. Uh, they're about 12 inches deep. And the algae grows on the surface primarily. It wants the sunshine. So our paddle wheels are turning the water and moving it 
horizontally, vertically lifting the lifting the, the algae, lifting the water up to the surface so that they can get the sun. So once we harvest, it takes about three to four days for that to new cells to regrow back to so that we can reharvest again. And that's under perfect optimal conditions in the middle of summer, uh, sunny, warm days. So we want to skim off the top surface those new, brand new baby cells that just grew. Okay. And that's what we're doing is we're skimming off the top the new, brand new baby cells and removing them through filter bags, mostly by hand. And then we rinse uh, the, the water that it's grown in off of them. And then we have to uh, dewater, which is what it's called, removing that rinse water and concentrate it down into the, the product that goes into the jars. And then we chill them overnight because they're growing in 90 degree water. And then we put them in the, uh, the special compostable cooler boxes we designed and ship them FedEx, you know, almost either overnight or the second day directly to the consumer store. Okay, so harvesting is primarily the day before shipping. Yes. All right, that's great. So we harvest on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and we'll ship on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, incredible. Awesome. Are you enjoying the show thus far? One of the many health secrets that we have covered on the show is all around aloe vera, specifically drinking raw aloe vera. Our aloe vera has helped our customers effectively heal their gut, increase their intestine health, lower inflammation in the body, eliminate and or decrease acid reflux, have glowing skin and hair, and so much more. Now, as a frequent member of our audience, you will be exposed to exclusive specials and coupon codes for the awesome products manufactured by Haley Nutrition. That's right, for simply being awesome and tuning in, you can get a mini discount to help you optimize and better your health. To see how we can help and support you on your health journey, tune into the episodes and listen for coupon codes that you can use at www.haleynutrition.com before you make your orders of raw aloe vera. Once again, it's www.haleynutrition.com. Now, back to the show. What are some of your favorite stories, people that have maybe fasted on raw living spirulina or used it as a way of changing their life and their health? Well, I started uh, 2017. I decided I was going to do a fast and I did 30 days, one jar, one pound a day for 30 days and some coconut water. And that was it. I did a full blood profile at the beginning, a full blood profile at the, at the end. And I've been 100% plant-based for 18, 19 years now, 90% raw. And so my blood profile was very good when it started. But I, what, what I saw was a 33% increase in my iron in the 30 days, which is, is pretty dramatic. I was at the low end of, of the iron, when I, of the normal, when I started, and at the high end when I finished. And, and that was just to show people that yes, you can live on this. And this is what NASA decided to use as their, well, their food sources for space travel because it is so nutrient dense. And then I think what happened is that stimulated other people to, to do the same thing or something close to that. So we've had, we've had 15, 20 people that have done 
three day to a two week fasting. Um, and many of them have recorded their, their entire process and put shown videos. And uh, it really is a, a dramatic, dramatic, I think it's the most dramatic experience someone can go through uh, if you're going to fast because you don't have to experience the, uh, the, you know, some people call it the, the suffering of getting over that day three once you start fasting on water. It's, it's, uh, it's liquid nutrition. Or your body can go through with the fast without having that feeling of starvation happening. But I, I hear stories every single day, and I wish I would have been uh, somehow recording and documenting all these. And this is what drives us. This is our passion that makes us want to keep getting up every and, and doing this because we're, we're really helping hundreds and hundreds of people every day. And these stories are, are um, you know, I, I pause every time I talk to somebody and, you know, say how grateful I am for my health, but then how can I help more people uh, and grow more, which is what we're trying to do every day. You're probably one of the few people that I can really relate with on that because of what you have, the product that you have, and what I know is, you know, well, I've experienced it myself. And I'm one of those people that says, wow, what an amazing product. And and I feel incredible when I consume it. So I, I understand that. And I'm in a similar business with the raw aloe vera, which it's such a unique food that people consume. And it has, you know, again, super uh, health benefits. So I get to answer the phone and speak to customers all day long. And they thank me for what I'm doing because no one else is doing it like us. And I know it's the same for you. And it's, uh, it just brings a total joy to, to our lives. So tell me, uh, you know, you mentioned briefly science and there's a number of studies on spirulina and they may have been done on uh, powdered, dried, inferior, less nutritious brands. But what is some of the favorite science behind spirulina? Well, spirulina is a whole complete food. So all the nutrients that are required by the human body to thrive are in the spirulina. Um, It it seems like every time I go to do some more research, I find something else that's there that I didn't know about. And, And even though we haven't found out everything that's in the spirulina, when we are consuming it, we're getting everything that we know about and everything we don't know about. Uh, you know, all the minerals, all the phytonutrients that are primary for strengthening the immune system. Uh, we we see the, uh, the 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 SOD, the enzymes, the oxygen, the life force that the the, the sun. These are capturing the little solar cells from you know capturing the sun as as the solar energy direct so that when we consume that, this is what we're getting inside of our body. Um, It's, it's endless. I mean, you could spend days and days and days just researching NIH uh, of of all of the uh, amazing benefits that are there. Have there been studies done on, you know, people with cancer or, there, there are there are specific many, diseases? Yeah, there are many studies on cancer, and that's one of the, the primary ones that we're focusing on. Dr. Vickers at the, at the Gerson Clinic is, is utilizing our spirulina primarily as one of the top protocols for treating cancer at the Gerson Clinic. 
And it's been about two years now. He's been using it with all their patients. And they do they do four ounces a day in the uh, regular protocol of the nine to thirteen juices. And I, I talk to him almost uh, every week, and we the stories that he's telling me uh, are so dramatically different than what he saw two, three, four years ago when he was doing that, and he was using powdered spirulina. So once he made that transition, he's seeing a dramatic difference in in the in the healing and the 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 speeding up of the of the uh the healing of the cancer yeah dr vicker is definitely cutting edge i love what he's doing there and that's really neat to hear and i didn't know that he was using powdered spirulina and now he's using raw living spirulina that's absolutely great and amazing but who would have known that raw living spirulina actually existed? And it didn't until a few years ago. So, right. yeah. man, we're the, we're thank the you, first thank ones. You. We, we figured out uh, over many years uh, how to do this. Uh, it's not something that you, you can't take regular spirulina. The uh, Arthrospira plantis cells that most of the spirulina powders are made from is a very tiny cell. And the spirulina that we're growing is, uh, is called Arthrospira maxima, which is seven to 10 times larger than those cells. That gives us the ability to strengthen the cell membrane, to increase the nutrition, and to, it gives us the ability to harvest it fresh. Whereas the smaller cells, they, they're, they, they're not able to harvest fresh. It, it, they, it, they don't hold up longer than a couple days out of the water. They will, they will collapse. They're like, they're like our cells. They're like little tiny water balloons. And that cell membrane has to be strong enough to hold its stability as a fresh food in the jar, out of the water, out of its natural growing environment. Uh, we've, we're able to extend it 14 days on average. We've seen it go 30 days. Uh, put a jar in the refrigerator, open it up 30 days later, and it still looks the same as when it was first packed. Uh, and that depends on the amount of sunshine that we get. The sunshine determines the strength of the cell membrane. For example, in the summertime, we have lower protein, but higher lipids. And in the, in the winter, we have pretty much the opposite. That's why when you see a lot of research on the protein content in spirulina, it will say 55 to 71%. That's why there's a range there because it determine it depends on how it's grown, where it's grown, the conditions, the quality, the nutrients that we add into the systems, and that determines the strength and viability of those cells out of the water. Okay, so it has lipids or fats. Yes. Protein. Are there carbohydrates? Yes, about twenty-two percent. Oh, okay. So it really is, you know, it's, it's almost sounds like it's taking on a balance similar to mother's milk in protein, fat, and carbohydrates. Yeah, it's around, we're, we range right around 65 to 71% is our range on the, on the proteins. And those are the amino acids that are the raw amino acids that our body is able to utilize and make the proteins that we need in our body. Just like, uh, you know, all the rest of the natural wild animals that are eat, mostly eating plants and strongest animals in the world are eating plants, the elephants, the gorillas, you know, the, the giraffes, the rhinoceros, those are all animals eating raw amino acid plants and converting those into the proteins for their, to make their muscles. 
Okay. What, what does spirulina eat? That's a very good question. Spirulina is, because it's the foundation of life, it's taking the, basically the sun. It's, it's using the sun's energy to create its cell structure. So that it's not really eating anything as far as a food, but it is utilizing the nutrients that we're feeding. So we have to add iron. Uh, we have to add carbon. We add um, sodium bicarb to raise the pH because it grows in a, a 10.3 to 10 pH, 10.5 pH water, which is the highest alkaline food in the world. There's nothing that's anywhere near that spectrum of, of that high pH levels. Once all those nutrients are there in the perfect recipe, then the spirulina will thrive in that environment. It's a monoculture. It, it will not grow with anything else. So that's why spirulina is the only algae that is approved by the FDA because it is a monoculture. It, it doesn't allow any other invaders. It doesn't have a, a, a defense mechanism to produce anything that would be harmful to, to it or to another species that may, it may be growing with. And that's why it's so rare. It's why it only grows in, in two locations primarily on the planet, which is Lake Chad in Africa and Lake Texcoco in Mexico. Those are, those are, those are lakes that, are, that only have spirulina in them. Um, so there are other algaes in the world that people are harvesting and selling, but they're not approved by the FDA and they're not a monoculture. So the other species that may or may not grow within them can produce defense mechanisms called um, these, these algaes can produce um, cytotoxins or, or toxins that can affect the, the water and, and affect those, those other algaes. And that's why it's, it's, it's very, you want to be very careful what your source is, where you're getting the, the other algaes. If you're buying other algaes, you want to be careful where your source is for sure. I can assure anyone that's listening to this, if you try raw living spirulina, you will not be interested in any other sources. You know it is the real deal. Um, I have to leave a link near this audio. Uh, look below. I'm going to link to the video that we made a couple years back and have the starting point queued up to where I'm eating that for the first time. Because you really see what's in the jar and what my true authentic response was as I immediately had that for the first time. I, I think it was such a neat moment for me and just opened up a whole new world of understanding to what raw living spirulina really is. It was. It was a wonderful moment. Tell me about Tim White. What's a day in the life of Tim like? What do you, when, how early do you start your day and what, what do you do? I get up around 8, 9 o'clock. It varies. I follow the sun. Whatever, wherever the sun is shining, I'm waking up when that sun. So I, I follow the sun. In the wintertime, I'm going to bed a little earlier. Went, you know, in the summertime, a little bit later. It's just, I, I, like, I, I live on the beach, um, so I don't know if you can hear the ocean in the background. But uh, it's, uh, I, I love being outside. I love playing tennis. Um, I, we, you know, we live here at a tennis facility, so I play a lot of tennis. I, I grew up scuba diving. I, I'm a dive master. I, I lived in a lot of places around the world, lived in Australia for a while. So I, I primarily, like I said, I eat almost all raw food, all plants. 
And my focus throughout the day is every couple hours I'm, I'm hungry again. And I think that's kind of normal because the food that I'm consuming is going through me, you know, pretty fast and I'm utilizing it and burning it up. And, uh, so I'm, I'm always looking for some food every few hours and it's, Lots of juicing. I'll, I'll do three or four juices a day. I have a lot of avocados. I do a lot of sprouts. Uh, my wife and I are Hippocrates Health Educators, so we follow that lifestyle uh, a lot. And my wife is now doing um, Matthew Kenny's Culinary School. So for the last six months, she's been making these amazing foods every day. But it's just been a, a total enjoyment to wow what's what's this what's next what's next today and they're all plant-based they're all um uh, unique uh recipes that i think are going to help change the world and the way we're going with the 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 spike in veganism moving people away from the the bland i like to say uh, meat products and animal foods over to the the this the array of natural plant-based foods that you can make so many amazing different things and and this is this is where we're going and this is what's going to change the world and i want to be you know right there in the forefront to to help change the world that's great i love it where can people go to find out more obviously rawlivingspirulina.com is there social media channels to follow you on on Instagram, on Facebook, yes, we're all there. The links are on the on our website, uh, Raw Living, Raw Living Spirulina on the on the Instagram, Facebook. We post uh, some videos every once in a while. Okay, great. I'm gonna subscribe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I probably am already on some of them, but uh, you're spread out, so I got to check them all out. Uh, if there was one take home point for people uh, regarding spirulina, what would it be? Uh, I would say in your life, the best thing you can do is to eat wet foods. And what I mean by wet is foods that have water to them. And that's what I look for every day. And spirulina is water-based as it, as it, how it grows but it's also liquid, primarily liquid-based as this water balloon, like I mentioned earlier. And, and those liquid nutrients are what feeds us. We don't have solid foods running through our blood. Every food that we consume, has to, our body has to extract the liquid portion of that nutrition. And that's what feeds us. That's what supports our immune system. So go towards the wettest foods you can find. And you will be as healthy. That's, you know, it goes back to water, you know, drink a lot of water. Water is, you know, the secondary nutrient on planet Earth, air being oxygen being number one. And you get all of that when you consume the, the fresh spirulina as the foundation of life. You're not going to have to worry about anything above that foundation that may have an, a, a negative impact in your, in your life because it, it's the bottom of the food chain. It's as low as you can possibly go. It's where everything begins. That's great. I'm going to order some more right now. 
Okay, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Tim, thank you so much for joining me and answering so many questions. And uh, to our audience, when you hear this, if you have questions, um, send them to me. And if we haven't answered them here, we'll get them answered from the source, from Tim. Uh, So thank you again, Tim. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on The Dr. Haley Show. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot, and share this exact episode with them. You can catch the show notes for this episode on www.drhaley.com. If you want to geek out with Dr. Michael Haley on other radical health topics, be sure to check out his YouTube channel where he posts exclusive video content. All the details are at www.drhaley.com and we can't wait to hang out with you on the next episode.